0: Drew Boys
1: With Josh and Pete
0: Welcome, um, Star Wars fans, to the first episode of 2021 um, we When do we start this, this is podcast? Is our, and please don't
1: say it's 2018
0: Okay, so we um, This is our last episode of Pager Boys for a little bit um, Until it's coming back later this year the book of boba nonsense happens um and then from there um the high republic series is coming out and yeah. i believe we're gonna get into that for you know yeah we'll get to so how we're gonna go um i have been very well- And I'm sure that we'll do it with grace and planning. That is uh, a characteristic of two of the best Mm. planners in the, Mm. in the Star Wars business. Um, As
1: far as I know, we're only covering that one quote unquote adult novel, the light of the Jedi.
0: Yeah. So let me, let me, let me outline what, what's out out according to Amazon. Okay. Oh, okay, not as of this release. What is the series? Okay. So if you go, and I've been really worried that they've been, you know, they're saying Project Lumen is this huge, huge thing. And I'm like, you need to condense it down a little bit so I know where to start and where to end. Um, oh, but so Pete, I'm basing this Pete, just off hear, of.
1: Though? It's an interconnected mega story.
0: Yeah. Um, Freaking door. So f- unfortunately for them, I'm not a comic book person, and Josh isn't a book person. Although he's dipping his he's I dipping actually, his toes in. I am in. a book person. All right,
1: I read now. Okay. Probably more than you. So now
0: than you. you're you're taking my thing. So you're taking well, my I don't thing like now. Star Wars stuff. Okay. So um, according to um, if you go on Amazon and you're looking for the High Republic books, there's a set list mm-hmm. of them. So I'm assuming this is how Disney wants this to be consumed. So the high Republic, which um, Star Wars, the light of the Jedi, which will have come out um, a few days ago. Um, this comes out Thursday, but it, it's, it's already out um, January 5th and that's by mm-hmm. Charles soul. And then there's three other books in the series. I assume there's more, but this is, these are the first four. There's, Star Wars, The Rising Storm, um, which is by Kevin Scott, who also is doing some stuff with comics, but that's besides the point. That's the last week of January. Uh, sorry, um, June. Right,
1: that's the second
0: Then, adult novel. Star Wars, The High Republic, A Test of Courage comes out um, Tuesday, which group is group the young adult
1: the title, A Test of Courage. Uh,
0: it's like for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, um, Star Wars, The High Republic, Into the Dark, which is coming out February 2nd. So that's how this is on Amazon. This doesn't make sense. It should be the Rising Storm should be the last one. But those are the four announced books as right, that I am aware the of. There's a comic series. series. I there's
1: an IDW series. The first issue of the comic series from Marvel will come out this week as well i'm i may i don't get individual issues anymore but i may touch base with a comic book store i go to and and grab just that first issue to offer whatever hot takes i can i can suss out of that and then probably as that comes out in collected editions um i'll pick that up as well did you watch you sent me the link to a fifty-minute panel on books that I think you maybe thought I would watch. Did you watch that?
0: Um, no, I I I actually waiting for you um, because one of Josh's resolutions is never be on time. Um, I, I'm I'm like nineteen minutes into it. Josh, you would you yeah. would hate this. So if you go in the Star Wars. Um, YouTube page there's a round table mm-hmm. with all the writers um, and you're a Charles Soule fan I would, I would fan. probably watch a round um, table
1: but uh, yeah I didn't that was I just kind of fast forwarded through it and it looked like a bunch of interviews I don't know, maybe. yeah know it's
0: months. it's actually interviews that you hate because it's them explaining the plot mm-hmm. lines um, they're just doing like basically the beat by beat of the first act of each of their respective books and I'm like, Josh doesn't want to know even their <laughs> names, so he would absolutely hate this. So I'm, yeah, I'm glad you didn't consume Did you watch that the trailer. Um, yeah, but I was busy doing stuff. It, I mean, it, it. I I wish they had dedicated money to like doing an actual ana- like they have the department. They could do something animated. Yeah,
1: but then it's like, if they're gonna do it... As opposed to just like... Do it. Make it animated. Don't make it a book. I don't
0: know. I think, th- I think they're gonna make it animated it at some be point, because we scenario. know... We know that they're doing one TV show based mm-hmm. in it, um, which is The Acolyte. Um, mm-hmm. Is it before? Is it after? We have no idea.
1: Um, Josh, where are you? I just stepped outside, because I have a package and it appears to be a poster but i didn't order a poster okay or did i
0: a poster I of I what
1: i didn't order a poster there's just a poster at my door i don't know what it is it has my name on it okay i didn't order anything so
0: um uh, this is great podcasting um I, I, I take it that another resolution for Josh is bringing the listeners into every minute detail of his life. I'm um, going to yeah, tell us more about so that's your dad. Fun. That's
1: what they want to hear.
0: Um, I wish we were talking, but, uh, there's really nothing on that front. <laughs> so, um, with that being said, um, we're going to be talking about the high Republic. Um, we are not going to touch on all of these books. um, Probably I will probably get. So you and I are both doing Light of the Jedi yeah. by Charles Soule. Um, I really like Kevin Scott. I believe he was the person that did the audio book. Um, and then um, Claudia Gray's Into the Dark. Um, Claudia Gray did the Leia book. Yeah, that's right. Um, because all of these are Star Wars authors. Mm-hmm. So um very excited for all of those. All right. Well, let's get into the um, crux of this episode um, yes. and, and something just real that quick, we, I guess we should
1: point out. Um, that like you're you're doing it the ebook, so you're going to have it release date for sure. But I ordered the yes. actual book off of Amazon, uh, just assuming and taking for granted that it would be same day shipping. And it appears at this point that I am not supposed to get it till a week after release date which I just took to mean, oh, Amazon, you're being so modest. You'll have it here the day it comes out. But I don't think I'm going to. So I don't know if High Republic will be next week. That's probably, unless it gets, like if I get it by this weekend, I might be able to read through it. I don't know how many pages. So there might be some filler coming next week, and then High Republic. Yeah,
0: so um, with that being said, um, this is, About as clickbait of an episode as we've ever done. You think? Um, yeah, like the top sixteen episodes.
1: Well, I mean, we did top one hundred Star Wars ever.
0: Yeah, and it was three hours, which deterred almost everybody I know from um, watch from listening. lost. So, um. Do you have yours up? Um, I know that you're. I have, yeah, four uh, lists. Out and about.
1: (laughs) Five lists. Lists. Okay. I just
0: went, I rank ordered one to 16.
1: How how much of a to do was this for you?
0: It was very easy for me to do one through four. Okay. Yeah. Very easy for me to do, (laughs) let's say, 13 through 16. And then um, the other ones are like, I could be convinced of moving, you know, one here, one here, one here.
1: Yeah, I, I had exactly the same experience. I mean, there was some questions about the top and bottom maybe, but I, yeah, one through four, 13 through 16, locked for sure. I'm very confident in those, in my opinion of those. Don't mind my uh, dog clomping around. But, yeah, all that middle space, 5 through 12, I don't know. So I guess I would say keep in mind as we were ranking this that I am aware that ranking is a fool's errand. And I think, I think the way to go about this without being too obnoxious about it maybe is pointing out, like, what our favorite thing about each of the episodes was as we go.
0: Yeah, and for a yin and yang kind of situation, good cop, bad cop. I would like to do your number one, my number sixteen. Oh, I'm not going to
1: do that. All I right, think we should do. Um, um, there's a podcast called James Bonding. It's a James Bond podcast with uh, Matt Gorley and Matt Myra, and whenever they do list, couldn't tell from the name. Whenever they do lists, they do. Um, they start at the bottom. And they don't, my talk's just doing whatever. They don't actually talk about any given thing, though, until both of the people have mentioned it. So, like, if you and I have different number 16s, then we don't talk about it until the second person mentions it or whatever
0: um interesting all right well let's start at 16 then go, uh, go, go, our, go our way up all right i'll, so I'll, three, I'll go off three, three, you. Two,
1: one and then we both say what our number 16 is because i know it's the same thing
0: okay yeah three, so three two, two one the prisoner. prisoner
1: yeah what was yours
0: <laughs> the prisoner <laughs> yeah so that is season one episode six mm-hmm. by rick famiwa um that's the episode that has mayfield and, and I it's the, the only, Hellboy.
1: Like it's it's also I think the only episode written uh, in the in the Gallery Plus special last week. Rick if mentioned that, there's this guy Christopher Yost who wrote or co-wrote an episode of Mandalorian, um, mm-hmm. and I think that was the episode. I think he did write um, Prisoner, and so he's because other than that, it's just Dave Filoni and rick from and john favreau are the only people who have written but this one episode was co-written by this guy uh chris rios who wrote some fantastic episodes of star wars rebels so but yeah this is weird yeah
0: and that's not that's not this like this is mainly a john favreau mo- machination too oh okay. that's not to say that this is, it's entirely his fault that this episode was awful <laughs> and okay. not enjoyable whatsoever oh boy
1: I do, I, disagree. Um, I was very thrilled when uh, Dave Filoni cameoed at the end.
0: Oh, that's probably the I highlight crazy, for sure.
1: I went crazy when he cameoed as X-Wing pilot at the end. And I will also say yeah. I got that Mondo vinyl box set of the Mandalorian. I don't know if I talked about it on the pod yet. I texted you pictures of it and stuff. But I got to tell you, the score for Chapter 6, Ludwig is going crazy. It's pretty good so well that's also
0: and people that carry others in work game environment will be aware of this um as i am too um when you're carrying somebody um you do that because you know that the uh, your co-host or your the person that you're carrying just isn't up to the task and ludwig knew that the episode was bad (laughs) um Which is why he kinda went crazy with that episode. Um now, would I watch it again? Have I watched it again? I think I think you can answer
1: that yourself. How recently? Like recently you watched it again?
0: No, the answer is I no. No to both. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I'm not I have not watched that since.
1: Part of me in the back of my mind was like, hmm, I wonder, you know, we talked about how um impressed we were with the believer and how I was like, Oh wow. Uh, what's his name? Mayfeld over here getting real, but I feel like retroactively that does nothing to salvage how infuriating I find him and his cronies in this episode. It's just that like, they're so antagonistic. It's like watching a bunch of school bull- bullies. It's just like, I don't like a bully. Is there, who's this entertaining for? Is you should go make me watch Mandalorian and be bullied. Huh, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And like the, um, the characters weren't that great. As well,
1: yeah. um, The most inspired rogues.
0: Yeah. So, number sixteen. Number fifteen. Okay. Um, Three, two, one. Sanctuary.
1: Oh. Oh. Interesting. Okay. I. What? Okay. So, for my number fifteen is Gunslinger. Your number fifteen is is Sanctuary. Uh, Let's see where number fourteen goes.
0: Okay. Um, number fourteen, um, is Passenger. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. My number fourteen was Sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, so we're then,
1: talk about Sanctuary now.
0: Okay. Yeah. So Sanctuary, um, is episode. it's just another, it's just another one where the scope, um, I mean the the problem with this ranking is that. Um, you know when you add these other eight episodes it makes this episode look a lot worse than it was at the time um, and that's not to say that I didn't enjoy The Prisoner too mm-hmm. um, at the time but now that I have seen what good episodes look like I don't like Sanctuary as much
1: that's um, interesting because I, I would say there is a common thread and I'll get to it when we do finally talk about The Gunslinger but my bot onto you there gunslinger and prisoner they share a characteristic that i think just leads me to to have an aversion to them whereas and that you know after after that territory a good chunk of the bottom and middle of this list for me is is very nebulous and it's, some of it's just like it didn't resonate with me necessarily i don't have like a problem with Saint i think the fight scene Um, with Karajun and Mando is really cool, and the whole kind of making a monster out of the ATST, and I liked the set and all this, but, and we talked about it when it came out, like, it is kind of I mean, it's the second time that they've gone to this well of Seven Samurai and so it's just sort of like, not only has this been done before, this has been done in Star Wars before, albeit in animation in 22 minute episode, but um, I think returning to that well maybe left it uh, a little less resonant than it could have been with maybe a different scenario or something.
0: So two comments and then we can get to our number, um, 13. Um, one is, I mean, there's a lot to relate to, you know, shrimp farmers. Um, I have that droid um, that
1: catches the shrimp. So cool.
0: I have, I mean, I have horrifying memories of being a child in the Allegheny river and catching crawdads and, um, and well, they're called cra- they're crawfish, but we call them crawdads. Um, so, you know, those are flashbacks, but they weren't good ones. I did not have a good time as a kid being told to go Too scared. under rocks and get crawfish. Um, So you're not going to go noodling with me then? <laughs> noodling for you is just getting a noodle in a pool and then sw- swimming around. Um, The other thing about that episode, it just the scope of it. Um, I sometimes I really don't like when they bring characters down with what we know about different um components of Star Wars, and what I mean by that is like the the um, not the ATAT, the ATST, yes, mm-hmm. um, you know, we see it get destroyed in Rebels, um, it's kind of a thing in episodes, episode six, but you know. A couple bears and Chewy are able to quickly dispatch it. And it's like seen as this big bad thing to try and make it, you know, look, look a lot better. And for me, they tried to, a lot of times with the show, they're trying to legitimize things like the um, ice cream maker carrying <laughs> the best car. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those things where I'm like, you know, you can also do the exact opposite and lean into it, too. Of you know the stormtroopers never being able to shoot accurately, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Um I'm gonna call back just, to that comment later, Pete.
0: Um yeah, so it's nothing against Bryce um at all. Um G- Gina Corena's introduction into Star Wars um, was completely fine. Yeah, I thought um bad. and it gave us the soup drinking
1: moment, singing around the oh world. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tattooed around and, the world. And um has
0: been a character that has been uh you know a lot of really a lot of people really like um but just not for me yep. all right so we are on number 13 13 okay 13 is uh gunslinger for me and for me it is the siege
1: so that means we're interesting okay so we're talking which is my number 15 yeah so I mentioned that Prisoner and Gunslinger had something in common that really kind of made them go on the ball on my list, and that is that I just, they both just have characters that I hate spending time with.
0: <laughs> Wait, I actually life. really like Pelimoto, oh, but Moto that's just is, me.
1: And crazy, she's great. She's one of the best characters. On oh, okay. Know. I'm talking yeah, about the I like Gunslinger. Moto. Um, and I, you know, I, I I can appreciate the western trope of kind of city slicker coming to town, thinking he knows everything about cowboys, and, and finding out that life's harder than it you know, ought to be or, or, or whatever. I just, I found that. I don't even remember his name. That gunslinger character just uh, annoyed me. And I have a very hard time loving to hate characters. Like I usually just hate to hate characters. He didn't annoy me as much as um, Bill Burr and his bros just drove me up a wall, but I found him. He bugged me, but I mean, as long as you're talking about the good parts of it, again, introduce Pelimoto. That was fantastic.
0: Yeah, and um, Fennec Shan was uh, was right. all right. Um, yeah, her
1: introduction. Thankfully, they brought her back because.
0: And then we also see that Mando is like Bear Grill's equivalent on Tatooine, mm-hmm. and um, is the Tuscan Whisperer, which was an interesting take. Yeah. Um, so that is my number um, thirteen. All right. All right um. Number 12, number
1: 12, my favorite Deftones song, The Passenger.
0: Oh, mine is um, the Mandalorian.
1: Really? Oh,
0: yeah. Man. But so that. Passenger was number 14 for me. So that was my least favorite episode of season two. Yes. So which I is is guess is
1: your least favorite episode. No, my least favorite episode yeah. is The Siege. Oh, OK. Yeah. 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 So we'll I get to that. That was my number um, 13. Yeah, passenger I date, mean,
0: sliders. I have an I have an aversion to like um I don't know, I, they're not called spit takes. When you like are gratuitous with something just for the level jump of being gratuitous. Jump oh, I don't know. Not jump scares. Like um when you like eat something gross or you show something gross.
1: Mhm.
0: Um I forget what the term is, but I have I have like a real aversion to that. Like I still don't watch space balls. Oh right. Because of That's Pizza right. the Hut. Um because I not so, know I
1: have a similar version, but I think we just find different things repulsive. Like I don't like looking at Java the Hutt. I don't like him eating the frog. Quite frankly, I don't like looking at Emperor Palpatine. I find him gross. I don't appreciate his existence really.
0: Yeah. So um there's that portion. Um the, the, the mother was a good character. I like the mother mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm um i was not a fan of and this is just the writing of what they were doing with the character of like making mando and little yanni just terrible people right <laughs> um and that just me disagreeing with the direction you know that's not like they did a bad job of explaining that but i'm like mm-hmm. what the hell are they doing for that and then you know some of the egg gate stuff You know, I agree with, um, I don't have the same connection to it, so it Mm -hmm. was not, like, when we did that episode, we were like, this is a messed up episode. Yeah. But we didn't, you know, say the criticisms to the extent a lot of other people did. No. Um, this is the first episode where we see, um, your guy who retweeted the podcast, um, Uh, Twitter page. Mm Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, uh, Paul, Paul, Sun-hyun.
0: Paul, Sun-young, Um, so that was cool. He was, he and Trapper Wolf were highlights of the episode for sure. Yeah. Um, but very, very few, um, along those lines. Um, it also, this was the, what, second episode. This was the second episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was, um, so this was, um,
1: election week in america baby this is
0: pain pain read and this was also when we started thinking that it was just um go to Lost exotic to planet week. of the week and uh murder something exotic yeah so um yeah. that was my number 15 number sorry that was
1: twelve. yeah was, i i would say no, that, that was I my just, number
0: 14 yeah
1: yeah my, my number 12 and i would just say i you know in the context of the show as a whole, I still kind of scratch my head about that episode, but once, you know, the adventure and the swashbuckling portions of that episode, where it's just like running away from giant spiders on a nice planet, I just thought it was really good, classic pulpy sci-fi and I enjoyed it. So yeah, that would be the, the big pro for me. And obviously Misty Rose's last season is quill and this season is Rog lady. Does a great job um, bringing these characters to life. So that's always cool.
0: So we're on number eleven now. Yep. Yep. Yep, um, yep. My number eleven is the heiress.
1: My number eleven is the reckoning. Uh
0: oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, number number ten for me is the sage, the siege.
1: Okay, I mean, number ten for me is the heiress. So let's talk siege, because that was number thirteen for me. Okay. Um, and that was um,
0: this was this, this was season two, episode four, and this is the one that Carl Weathers um, w- was directing for the first time on the show.
1: Yes, the return to Dave Navarro, and the return of mm-hmm. Horatio Sands.
0: Horatio Sands was definitely a a, a, a highlight of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I
1: I really enjoyed that whole canyon chase, and we got certainly some interesting backstory or sort of hints at a backstory as to where little Yanni falls in with the, with the star Wars world at large. Um, I guess it just is uh, in the grand scheme of the series. It's another kind of non-entity to me. Like it's sort of much like the, uh, the passenger, which I ranked one above this, actually I prefer the passenger to this. Um, It did kind of just feel like, well, you're not going to get to see Ahsoka yet because the first four episodes of this most recent season very much felt like, okay, tease you with something and then make you wait for it a week. Okay. Tease you with something. Okay. Make you wait for a week. So when the, you know, when the last half of this series barreled ahead at that rate that it did, I was, I was shocked, but yeah, I don't, um, this episode just felt kind of, I had no issues with it. I have no issues with it. Um, it is, is among the ones that gripped me the least.
0: So one of the positives of this is mm-hmm. you get to see Mando in the way that you would want to see Mando. So what I say about this is like, you know, I view Mando a lot like I would view a Jedi where you want to see a Jedi in action doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, a highlight of episode one is when they're getting off of the Trade Federation ship, um, the Duel of the Fates. Um, but a lot of times they're not doing a whole lot to move the story along. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't get to see a lot of that. You know, we see in the Sin, um, we see him, you know, take out the entire area and then take little Yanni. Um, We see that in um, the first episode of Season 2 where he's in that, that fighting ring. And this is a prime, you know, the... That shot—it's one of the coolest shots for sure of of the season. Maybe the series is when he sh- he's going up to the to the oh, yeah. to the deck, mm. and then they, that guy falls down. So so very uh, very cool. Um, yeah. for me, this was like a visualization because this you could have said that this was like seven episodes of Rebels that this happened and they did stuff like this. This really reminds me of the Rebels episode where they think Luminara is alive. Mm-hmm. And Kanan goes insane and then, you know, the trap, the trap occurs.
1: So, yeah, but I really like that episode. Oh, no, no. I mean, these <laughs> okay. not that I really dislike this episode. You're you're that was that was mean of me. But yeah, that episode stands out amongst rebels.
0: Well, this is this is my this is my blank spot because I have I have stuff where I'm like, you know, take it or leave it. Um, This doesn't really um grip me. And then the, these mm-hmm. other ones are mm-hmm. like, now we're getting like nine on. I'm like, yeah, I actually have watched this at least once
1: or twice. Um, yeah, I would say from 12 on, I'm I'm sort of, I don't know, these could go anywhere. Like I could, ha- I could make an argument for any of <laughs> anything okay. between so, 12 and five could go anywhere in here.
0: So let's go to nine then.
1: Well, we both mentioned the heiress,
0: actually. Oh, right. My, so number, the Aris, my number 10. The heiress was my number 11, so
1: uh, we're pretty much at the same spot. <laughs> if you told me a year ago that, that Bo-Katan would debut in live action, but it would not, I would prefer, or the episode where they brought Bill Burr back would resonate with me more. Like When bo shows up in this episode, I went crazy. My girlfriend can attest to it. Um, my girlfriend who I found out thought it was, um, Boca tan, like Boba Fett. Oh, I thought so you were going to, I
0: thought you were going to say Boca Ram, and I'm like, Oh, uh, cr- cr- that's a little, a little uh, messed up.
1: But yeah, I mean, this was a solid episode with good action. I mean, really good action. Um, it's just sort of. Yeah, it's in that it's in those middle grounds. I don't know. I had to rake it somewhere, and it wasn't at the top, and it wasn't at the bottom. So here it is.
0: Well, I, one thing too is it's it's similar to episode um, the passenger where it makes me it shows a character and it's just I disagree with how I want that character be, to be seen. So like you know, it is cool that we get all of this backstory on Mando. But, like, Bo-Katan is not a character you're rooting for at any point in this episode. Um, Why not? I just, you know, she's um, just murdering her way through the ship. And, you know, you don't really know what she's going for. And Mm. she, you know, really does not care about Mando whatsoever. and, And only insofar as... He can help her get to her goals and not that's not to say but that that's all that
1: Mando thinks about her
0: <laughs> yes, but <laughs> we're more i am more connected to Mando through this than oh I am gosh. to Bocaton and mm-hmm. that's also like Bocaton's not a character that is really gripping to me like I can't mm-hmm. you know she's she's been in so many things now at this point um Mikoska Reeves is really the highlight of this um who is Sasha Banks. Um, the one mm-hmm. that, you know, dives into, um, fish out little Yanni. Um, and they and do, a m-
1: axe whoever who dies between this episode and the finale, apparently.
0: Yeah. And the, uh, they do a much, much better job, a mm-hmm. much better job than they did in episode one with the, with, the uh, Corrin.
1: So and we do get to be on a boat in star Wars, which is very cool. You Go were very sharks. excited about it about, no sharks, which I'm still bummed about. And, of course, we get Bosh.
0: So, um, we are on number nine, I believe.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, looks that way.
0: So, number that nine.
1: Way. We're going to get contentious here. We'll see.
0: Number nine is the marshal.
1: Oh, boy. Number nine for me is the child.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. So, number eight. Um, number eight is The Tragedy.
1: Interesting. And number eight for me is The Sin. Okay. Um, so, we have now mentioned all but three episodes of the show.
0: Um, number seven um, is The Sin for me.
1: Okay. And I put The Mandalorian, which was very My number very 12. Yeah, my number 12. Yeah. let's talk Mandalorian. Um, I think a a few months ago, I think I would have agreed with, with that. Um, When I rewatched the first season of the Mandalorian in anticipation of season two, though, I was, I don't know. I was resurrectively just really impressed with how good a job it did of establishing the vibe and the world and the subsect of the world that the show takes place in. And to me, the only hiccup, I would maybe say is, and I was thinking about it, how I would word it today. It's like blurgs aren't cool. Right. So like, like they aren't cool. They're like, you know, they're not bad, but like they're not cool. It's not like a velociraptor. So like watching him learn to ride a blurg and making that a training montage. It's not like cool. Right. Like, it's not like he's learning to ride a velociraptor. It's a blurg, But other than that, Got Werner Herzog showing up, and it's got that great shootout at the end. Um, yeah, I think it's just such a good episode, and it just does such a good job of laying the groundwork for what this show is.
0: I I don't disagree with any of that. I, I, a lot of this is, like, at this point, I, I had my bottom, which was Gunslinger, Passenger, Sanctuary, and Prisoner, and I have my top. This is, like, a, I had ten where I'm like, where do I put these... And a lot of it is based on watchability, and I think it does a good job of setting the scene. But like, I don't care about the Razor Crest anymore. It does a good job of explaining the Razor Crest. I never really did the Carbonite thing; is cool, but there are cooler scenes of Mando being Mando, and Mm -hmm. um, the Blurgs. I think we agree on the Blurgs. Um, There's that hovercraft. That you know he he gets in um the child. On the ice
1: planet? Oh no. the pram?
0: Yeah, the, the, the thing where he's like holding his his earnings after he's taken down the mudhorn. It's like why didn't they use that? Why did they transport on that? They don't need the blur. <laughs> All right, like maybe the jump little <laughs> canyons and stuff, but no. they don't need that. <laughs> um but you know, um IG um Ig 11 was a good character um but ig 11 as a character in episodes has more of a spot for me in later ones in later ones so clearly yeah yeah
1: now let me ask you so that was my number seven so we're at number right well seven yeah but i also
0: said i said my number seven was the sin
1: right so we have to talk about that before we i just want to ask have have I named anything so far in my rankings that is in your, like, top three?
0: Um, all right. So, say, say you're 10 through 7 again.
1: All right, don't worry about it. We'll just press on. I'm just curious. Like, you've named something that's very high for me. Oh, um, no, no,
0: Um, 100%. Um, you have named one that's in my top three. don't say what, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Okay, so my number eight, your number seven was The Sin. So, like, for me, I had such a hard time ranking... (laughs) uh, five through 10 at least, but the scene and the Mandalorian and the child like shuffled a bunch for me. Um, Mm. I don't think they shuffled a bunch. And I really tried to like for my fifth list that I wrote out for the ones I was unsure of. I just wrote out like, okay, what's the coolest thing in this episode? And I tried to rank them based on the coolest thing in the episode. Um, and boy, oh boy. I mean, I remember watching this episode for the first time and at the end when the whole Mandalorian COVID comes out, I remember just being like, wow, if I were a Mando Merc right now, I would be going insane mm-hmm. and feeling like. Um, I think the Mando Mercs were going so insane at that episode that it was like coming off of their bodies and into the atmosphere. And I got a little <laughs> vicarious high from mm-hmm. it. Like, I can't even imagine what they must have felt like. And it was really cool Ending there, and then you know, Werner Herzog shows up again, which is always good. Yeah. So, debut of the Whistling Birds, which I was—they they, were—they were precarious for me then. They have since become—I hate them.
0: I love them, but
1: yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> some pretty brutal fights in there though. In Deborah Chow's first episode, she knocked it out. Of the I park. really
0: wish that at some point, maybe we'll see this later, um, that they had been used against Jedi. And we could have seen like Ahsoka against them. Mm, um, yeah. that would have been really cool. But so the sin mm. was number seven for me. Yes. Um, so this is kind All of right, my like mid spot. Um, I put it ahead of the tragedy and the Marshall. Um, mm-hmm. And this is me just watching in terms of watchability again. So like you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm so um, different in terms of consuming these things of. I'm not going to watch the whole episode. I'm going to watch a portion that I really like and the raid on Herner Warzog's, you know, research facility. That's, that's the episode. (laughs) That's the episode. Um, The Mando, the Mandos and like John Favreau bullying him. I do not want to see that ever again.
1: All right. Oh yeah. That's see. And yeah. And that's kind of, why it's below Mandalorian. I mean, like, that whole... Because this is where you get the whole this is the way thing. And, man, they just beat you over the head with a this is the way in this episode. Where it's just, like, get it? This is gonna be a t-shirt! Don't you understand? We're making t-shirts of this! It just really... This is uh, our Wakanda
0: forever, nerds!
1: Yeah, this is our Wakanda forever. This is our so-say-we-all, right? And they were really overselling it, and it really grated on me, for sure. Okay,
0: so... Um my number 6 is the
1: reckoning. Mhm. All right. And that is my number 11. Mhm. My number 6 is the believer.
0: The believer. Okay.
1: Yeah, but so we're talking the reckoning, which I had down at number 11.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I um for this one it's I I don't know. I I enjoyed the team up
1: um, and I enjoy having the team. I don't necessarily enjoy getting the team together. Yeah. Like in any medium, it tends to feel like, all right, yeah, yeah, round them up quick, quick, quick. And so that was sort of what detracted from this episode for me.
0: Yeah. I, I view so the, the difficulty for me was I think of redemption and the reckoning as like one, a one B yeah, for sure. Uh, going into like a collective arc, which is weird because the sin and the child are completely different to me.
1: Um, well, you know, the, uh, the filming order for season one, the first and third episode, that was the first thing filmed. The Mandalorian and the sin, those were filmed at the same time. Those were the first two. And then the third and fourth episode filmed were the Reckoning and Redemption
0: yeah let me um interesting and then after oh you know what that's that makes sense because of the scenes
1: for one and yeah 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 yeah. um Uh, and it's you i like that you point out though that it's essentially a a two-part episode the reckoning and redemption because i think if they had cut the episodes differently reckoning would be way high or well not necessarily but reckoning has that speech from gideon at the end which I think is, like, one of my favorite moments of the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, if that had been, I guess, in the beginning of Redemption, Redem- I don't know. I haven't mentioned Redemption yet, but, yeah, I don't know. That was really, that was, that was a great reveal. That was a great character reveal there. Him coming out and that whole, you have something I want. and oh,
0: Yeah, and in terms of, like, episodes that, like, induce anxiety... And really have you gripping. Um, that was an episode where after seeing that, I was like, I can't believe they're doing this to me. I can't believe they're doing this to me. Little Yanni's gone. Little Yanni's mm-hmm. gone. Um, and they do a really good job at the end of that. Um, the little campfire mm-hmm. thing, I find hilarious. Um,
1: and, yeah, when Carl Withers says he's training. Um, yeah. God, that was incredible. But
0: also, that episode was like, what, two weeks before um, um, Rise of Skywalker? Cause that introduced the healing power,
1: right? Yeah, they did it weird. It was a different day, it came out on a different day than Friday for whatever reason. But yeah, somebody was watching it on their phone in front of me at the Rise Skywalker premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we got to start barrel right. one. these here. You have anything nope. else? Nope. So, record?
0: number five for me. Now, what was your number six?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My number six is the, the believer. believer. All right, um, number five for me is redemption.
1: Okay, number 5 for me is The Tragedy, which was way low. Um The list. Tragedy okay. was number 8 right. for me. Um number 8. And this this is the most potentially fluid episode on this list for me. I could have put it anywhere from number like 4 to number 9 maybe. Number 5 to number 9 for sure. Mm-hmm. Um
0: and this um, is, you know, I put this um in that, like, the reckoning, the tragedy, I put those in, like, the anxiety that it was giving me of, mm-hmm. you know, you know something bad's happening. I hate that the title was the tragedy because you knew before anything happened that something bad was going to happen. Um, but yeah. Boba being what, you know, all the people that are 30 years the older Bovarian. than us wanted all these years, whatever. Um, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was entertaining. Exactly. Um, a fight on the hill is a concept I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I kept having moments of like, you know, um, I have the high ground, I have the high ground, um, uh, yeah. the, him giving up his jet pack is just so, I do not like that idea at all. Um, and then the, <laughs> the Razor Crest being destroyed for no reason. Um, oh, I'm not Razor's a fan of so that. Boring.
1: Whatever. So for me, this came down to, I haven't talked yet, but it's okay. Um, We haven't, we, this was, this very much came down to like the inherent qualities of the episode versus how much of a fanboy am I going to be here about Boba Fett debuting? And am I really going to let that carry the day here? And I would say, I don't think it did necessarily for, for me. Um, A big part of what I ended up ranking it on was like, this was the episode after the Jedi And the Jedi, I feel like we knew Ahsoka was coming that week. But after that, um, in the back half of the season, from week to week, it really did become like a sort of, I have no idea. And this episode in particular, I had really no idea. I really didn't think he'd get to this planet until the finale. So this planet shows up Boba Fett shows up, which I had no idea. And so it was just like uh, surprising in a way that not necessarily every episode of this show is. Not that it's you know dull or whatever, but I mean, I really had no idea when I sat down to watch this that I was going to be seeing Boba Fett and stuff, and so I thought that was a lot of fun. I do want to say, you made the comment about the ATS team being like a punk in Return of the Jedi, and then being made into like a real tough guy in this show, and that's exactly what happens with Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts on that? Because um, I... he a punk in Jedi.
0: Yeah, um... I I was fine with this, um, you know, seeing the inclusion of um, Boba and his Maori um, weapon um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in terms of that. And Django makes no sense, but you know, Boba's lived a life experience. So divorced from Django, he does, he should not be like a typical Mandalorian. So, you know, it's like, that is so bizarre and out of the range of like what a Mandalorian should be. But, you know, he says it multiple times. He's not. Yeah. Okay. So, um, number. All right. 12 number minutes, six f- episodes. Six? Yes.
1: Number four.
0: Number four. Number four for me is The number Believer.
1: Or, wait, what was your number five? Number five for you is Redemption, yes, right? Redemption. Yeah, okay. So, number four for me is Redemption. Okay. And number six for me was The Believer. So, I guess let's talk Believer here. It was number four for you. Believer, man? I think if I was being real with myself, it might even be higher. That episode was really something. It really made me think in a way that no other episode of the show had before.
0: Yeah. Well, it's also a very fluid and like moving story. So it's not like, all right, act Mm -hmm. one of the episode is this, then they get this information then they go here for that. It's kind of like they're, they quickly get Mayfeld. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of going through all the steps. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's, it humanizes Mando a lot. Um, there's a lot of um, stress behind, like they have to get little Yanni. They have to get a little Yanni. Um, and, you know, they've done a really good job at showing the magnitude of the mask and for him to like give that up for Mm -hmm. this kid is extremely powerful in that moment. And then just the conversation alone between, um, that commanding officer Mayfeld and Mando makes for the episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's all sorts of macho braggadocia. kind of, you can roll your eyes at it for sure. But I mean, the actors play it. Well, it worked for me.
0: Yeah. Um, great app. It also shows the transport, um, which is really cool. And we see slave one in action, which is very cool.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So, oh, yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, so my number four is number redemption. Four is redemption, redemption which you number five. Number zero, so not that far off. That's your number five. Yeah. The season one finale. So a lot of these top episodes for me, a big part of it was like my memories of the first experience watching it. And redemption came out after episode nine. My girlfriend and I were both pretty bummed about And then we watched this finale and it was just Incredible and then afterwards we went out to get the Sushi and we talked about how great it was And the freaking Darksaber Gideon Rules, Nigel. 11 Oh man And Taika Waititi with that cold open With uh, Sudeikis and Adam Pally mm-hmm. Punching on Loyani. Just a great up, just a great up Just a great Star Wars show.
0: Ruined Jason Sudeikis' career um, If he was on Twitter uh, But he's not yeah. so he was able to dodge <laughs> that bullet um, yeah, just really cool, ac- jam-packed action. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very entertaining. So my number three um, is the mm-hmm. uh, um, the rescue episode sixteen. Yeah, that is my number. three Whoa. Okay, so let's move on. Most oh, wait. recent
1: episode. No, one we t- talk, we about, talk it. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I liked it. You liked everything. it. Next. Dylan. Yeah, I, I, I find myself wanting to rewatch it a lot. It's granted there's recency bias there, but I find myself being like, I should check that episode out oh, okay. uh, again. My number two is The Marshall.
0: Wow, okay. Marshall was number nine for me. My number two is The Child. Right,
1: and Child was number nine for me. Okay, interesting. Um... But if you'd asked me a year ago, The Child literally might have been my number one or my number two right behind Reckoning mm-hmm it was a great episode it's a really good episode and because i remember logging on to watch it and being like 22 minutes what the heck like these are supposed to be an hour but there's no fat on it really i mean it just it moves that whole him climbing the sand crawler is great and him playing the mudhorn is great ludwig really bringing it i mean i've that. listened
0: to the jawa chase jawa chase um uh, maybe like <laughs> 150 times <laughs> I mean, I'm going to run after the recording was your,
1: your top lead song. No,
0: not yet? even close. Um, <laughs> but that's also because I went on a strokes kick for a large, a large portion uh, of quarantine. Go. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, the child was really good. Um, the, yeah, a couple notable things are, um, now what we know about the volume, the very first where he's finding those Trandoshans and you see it over the helmet, was very cool. The music, very cool. The chasing is hilarious and, and very, you know, like it feels big. Um, and the mud horn, um, was, um, really gritty and not, that was the first time I'm like, Mm. this is not star Wars as we're used to it for sure. Um, that was, yeah, yeah, that was like, huh, there's a lot more mud. Is this, is this this, um, extra, the extended, um, version of solo on Mimbon?
1: Yeah, I'm um, about that part of solo. So maybe not. So Marshall
0: for spot. me is number 9. Uh Marshall.
1: Right. Going from the shortest episode of the series. Yeah, the and
0: last. it's
1: and the Favroist. is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know it, it being jaws in space is a big draw for you. Um I could just, take, I could just take or leave it. Um, it does, it has the, I'll say that the one thing I'll positive thing I'll say about it, it as, as the scene that I imagined would be on every Disney plus ad for the next two years, which is him coming oh, out yeah. of the crate dragon with all of the electricity mm-hmm. searing like, um, through him. That was really cool. But the lead, the lead up into yep. it of like how they plan to draw it out and all that stuff was, it was nonsense.
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I just, again, going back to just my memories of watching it, like, Oprah and I had such a good time watching it. I mean, we were, this was October, right? So, I mean, we're more than six months into quarantine and I don't know, this, this, this first episode felt like I told her, like, if this was the star Wars movie, like if I had been waiting for years and this was a movie that came out and went to see this, I'd be thrilled. Like it was just a nice little standalone piece of star wars and travel around a little bit and introduce interesting characters don't necessarily love flashback but you know what can you do timothy oliphant what a tall glass of water yeah it's great it's a great time it's a great time watching this episode it's so fun it's such a fun time watching it so
0: number two so we we've only had the same we have the same number one and we have the same number 16
1: I think there was maybe one other okay. one that we
0: had to think. Um which is in and, and granted...
1: Uh, oh number 3. We both Okay, we rest- both had
0: rescue at number 3 and then a lot of these we were like one off from each other. So like we were like within one mm-hmm. of reckoning mm-hmm. um and then mm-hmm. um we were our 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 bottoms we were pretty pretty much close on. So um yeah, I mean I when I think of watchability and where I was, um, this was Thanksgiving weekend and I watched it with my siblings mm-hmm. and yeah, the Jedi, the Jedi. is our uh, the Jedi. top episode. Obviously. Um, I screamed Obviously. and my siblings were not, you, they were not prepared yeah. for that. And I, 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 I mean, I was loner we're, we're in our thirties and I literally screamed like a child. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And because it wasn't a teaser, yeah. just and just hit a you, yeah. From
1: go, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh man, and because I watched every episode twice, so I'm like, all right, I'll watch it and then I'll watch it again and like take notes for the podcast or whatever. But, like this episode I was like, I need to watch this again right now. Uh, and it, oh my gosh, Ahsoka showing up was great, but I also just love the whole like quieter scenes with Ahsoka and Mando and Grogu and his whole backstory and the talk of the Force there, and then that bite at the end at the little pond my goodness my goodness i mean yeah
0: and i mean this is this is a thing where the the criticisms are that you just wanted more and a couple of the things were like were just like me disagreeing with what i think would have happened like Ahsoka would have destroyed her. and
1: Oh, and Ahsoka just
0: not saying she's not a Jedi. Um, Ahsoka would have just destroyed her. My, my headcanon was like, Ahsoka's just toying with her. Ahsoka's just toying with her. Just get it, get it over with. And then just like... <laughs> I mean, I knew that... I, I had guessed that she was not going to be part of it after that. I thought this was a um, push-off yeah. for her own TV show. And it was.
1: You were um, correct
0: yeah so yeah it's um we we have the same high highs and the same low lows and then there's uh,
1: and i would also argue the lows are not that low in the grand scheme of things i have watched but you know we have to rank them all because we have nothing else to talk oh, about Oh, 100
0: um <laughs> is there dlc on fallen order Uh, okay good because i don't have an xbox um cool (laughs) well um doughboys if you'd like to rank yours um we will send you a miami heat bag um if you rank them and you have um a ranking that we agree with um we will pay for it Mm -hmm. um other than that if you would like to get a hold of us but was podcast at gmail.com. Um, apparently if you even send a spam, Josh will take the time to read it.